Hi everyone, welcome to Let's Talk Trash, a Zero Waste Stockholm podcast. My name is Susanna Cook and in this series I'm going to be talking to environmentally engaged individuals about their experience of zero waste living. So, let's talk trash! Welcome to this episode of uh, the podcast for uh, Zero Waste Stockholm and uh, my guest today is Adeline. Uh, and please correct me if I'm mispronouncing your name. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's correct. Hi, Susanna. Thank you for having me in the podcast today. It's lovely to have you. So uh, would you like to introduce yourself in a few words to start off with? Sure. Uh, so my name is Adeline. I live in Stockholm uh, and I moved to Sweden uh, about 15 years ago. So I'm uh, now half uh, French and half Swede. Uh, since I'm originally from France. Um, I uh, started uh, my zero waste journey for like five years ago uh, and uh, was looking for like-minded people here in Stockholm. Uh, So the Zero Waste Association kind of started with a group of friends five years ago, uh, about that time. Uh, And yeah, so today I'm, I'm really happy that we we have uh, an association and that we we are so many joining this work that we are yeah. trying to do here in Stockholm. It's really nice to kind of have that connection with people that share the same kind of goals as you. I guess you've kind of already answered my first two questions, which is oh, sorry. Why... <laughs> no worries. Uh, why and when did you decide to try and become more zero waste? So I guess I could ask more specifically. So five years ago, what was it that really kind of kicked off that inspiration for you it was a personal journey um i think i was pregnant with my first daughter uh, and i was already uh, concerned a lot by by the environment and global warming and everything about happening around us and i felt i was not doing my share or not enough Uh, and then i i learned about the zero waste movement um watching different videos and and reading about the topics and i found it was a very nice way to start uh, as an individual to to be better at um yeah to do something myself and, and to because i wanted a better world for 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 my children um, yeah. so that's how it started so i started to to search a lot what was uh, done in sweden and in stockholm um, and under the, the, the definition zero waste, I didn't find much. I didn't find any groups or anything like that. Um, so I felt, okay, let, let's start a group uh, on social media. I started like that. And then uh, I met some people that way in real life, uh, like chatting uh, on yeah. Facebook, for example. Uh, and yeah, and we discussed and, and that's how we, we created the association, I think, a year after that. Ah, so very much a grassroots social media. Very much, very much indeed, yeah. Ah, very cool. So I guess my next question is for you, how would you describe living zero waste in three words? Yeah, so I've thought a bit about that. And I think for (laughs) me, the first first one is... uh, uh, And it could be almost the only one, is simplicity. It's, It's about... Uh, doing with what you have already because we have already so much it's being pragmatic like in, in this simplicity it's like 
okay, do you need uh, 10 tools to do one thing or can I, can you do it another way or like think in a, out of the box? Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot about that. It's, it's, it's also simplicity in the sense of being maybe not completely minimalism, but like tending to, to, towards that, to, to yeah. be happy with, with having only one have. thing that does the job, yeah, and that you already have. Uh, so that's the first word. And the second, I would say, is happiness. Um, happiness also in the sense of being happy with what you are, but also happiness because uh, you can enjoy other things. You can enjoy like having more time if you, if you uh, use your time in a different ways because you have your, this lifestyle. It's about your health, about taking care of yourself, which brings also happiness. About saving money also or having another relationship with money. Uh, which makes you more happy because then you understand that it's not owning things that makes you happy per se. Uh, it's also getting in contact with people. And that would be my third word because for me, it's been really much about having a community, having uh, yeah, contact. So to, exactly. Having contact with those people I met through this journey, but also my neighbors or like, you know, uh, when you need something asking, even on social media, I remember yeah, when I was pregnant with, with my, my daughter, I asked on Facebook, okay, is there anyone that has things that you want to sell to me? Or, or like, if I need something, I go sometimes to my neighbor and ask, oh, and then I borrow things as well. So it's, 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 it brings a link back to people that live around you. Yeah, it's kind of bringing you back around to the local. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think we all need that, especially at the moment where our uh, social interactions are so limited. Very much, yes yes yeah so when you've talked to people over the last five years about kind of being on this zero waste journey what do you think is the number one thing that they misunderstand when you talk about it when you talk zero waste it's often um the focus obviously is is a lot on plastic uh, and of course it's it's a big point uh, in the zero waste journey to try to get rid of plastic and uh, because it, it's 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 a big trouble but i think there is so much more uh, to that i mean there is also uh, all that's happening before you you get um, the packaging or whatever you are buying there, there is a production with a lot of ways that is happening before that that people don't always include in in the zero waste journey so for me, it's also about that. It's about avoiding all that aspect that we don't see when we finally we full buy something. Cycle. Exactly, the full life cycle. Um, and it's also, it's not only about plastic because waste is, I mean, we waste so much other things. I mean, yeah. we have electronics, we have other. Uh, so it's, for, for me, it's also, um it's part of a bigger journey than, than, than just, um, you know, buying without packaging or um, buying secondhand and so on. It's, 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 um, it's also a first step, like considering like being very uh, aware of the resources we have, uh, the limited resources we have and how we should use them. Uh, and also rethinking other part of our life. Uh, so um, for example, uh, thinking of what we consume what we eat like also uh, food waste uh, or, or do we grow food it's much more than, than just plastic yeah than just focusing into that one kind of like yes and as plastic. yes uh, and also when people think about zero waste i think what can be a bit overwhelming is a zero in zero waste and uh, it's also sometimes i've been thinking okay should we uh, 
should we, should we use another uh, definition or another term for, for association and so on, especially in Sweden, where the term has not been so widespread. But I still feel, I mean, it, 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 there's been so much done by the zero waste community that would have been a pity not to use the term. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really nice to remind like this quote that we, we have heard, like we don't need a, uh, we don't need a handful of people doing it perfectly, but we need uh, a lot of people doing yeah. it imperfectly. Everyone can do a little thing. It's so much better. And it's to start somewhere. And also, yeah, exactly. I think, yeah. That, that if people start with doing one zero waste thing, like having a bottle of water that they refill, it's one thing and it's, it's already, they get started mm. at their level on, on this journey. And, and then it, they will more and more change one step at a time, something else. And it's, uh, you can't change everything in one day. Uh, yeah, it would be too time. much work. Yeah. So, yeah. So from the local level then, uh, what do you think government should do to encourage less waste? So we have the single-use plastic ban that is going to be voted uh, this summer in Sweden. Um, there are a lot of uh, nice things in there, um, especially. Uh, I mean, they are not going to be applicable directly. They are going to be. They are going to come in up to application. Some of them in twenty twenty four, but if they are really being applied, I mean, to put, for example, um, to oblige the restaurants and cafes to give. Um, the possibility to their consumer to ask for reusables and mm. to inform them about that gives the consumer power doesn't it exactly and also to uh, to forbid some single-use plastic that's, <laughs> that should be done already but it, it would be a good step and also um yeah starting to put a tax on those single-use items because if you pay for something, we have seen that for plastic bags, for example, then the consumption will, will really diminish and people will have an incitement to, to do it in another way. Mm. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> so uh, from kind of working within the system, if you had a magic wand, what's the number one thing you would do tomorrow if you had the power to improve kind of our current society? Well, I thought a lot about this question because there is a lot of, I mean, that you could do. So many things. Um, so many things, uh, like, you know, and war and whatnot. But I'm thinking, like, the future are the kids. And I'm thinking if we could, you know, um, give all the kids, uh, you know, security and love in this planet, that would be like a first step. And then we could teach them yeah. uh, connection to the nature and love for the nature. And if they have that connection to nature and this love for nature, I think they will they will do what's right mm. for it. Because education is just so important. And I mean, that's kind of why I started this podcast is that exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You don't need every, a handful of people to be doing things perfectly. You just need a wide amount of people trying things. Yes. And knowledge is power. So if you can give people knowledge from an early age, then yes. that shapes their entire life. And I think that's so important. You're so right. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that's that would do yeah but uh, but they need to have other things i guess some um, basic needs mm. need to be also yeah, fulfilled exactly. uh, for some it's not the case yeah so day to day how do you live zero waste what are your top tips oh wow <laughs> so but it's also <laughs> difficult but i think uh, with zero waste often and, and i think it's true you need to be prepared 
um, to have things with you, especially uh, I have kids, so I always have things in my bags, you know, um, to, <laughs> so they, you know, they, they need to have something to eat on the go. Yeah. Then I have uh, fruit, so I have, you know, nuts in a little box. So I even have those uh, pouch that are reusable uh, yeah. in plastic that I fill with, uh, you know, yogurt or what. So, uh, yeah, whatever <laughs> they, they want to have in because they, they <laughs> want to have the same thing, but I want to avoid you know generating a lot of waste so I, I refill them um that's one thing for example it's also to know your lifestyle for example mm. is to know where you want to put your effort like if you are very busy and you don't always have time to you know to cook everything from scratch then take a box with you when you go and get food but uh, then maybe you have time to cook everything from scratch. Then, then, then you will have less weight when doing cooking. Then you mm. could, maybe you, maybe you put your waste in something else. Maybe it will be on closing. Then you can maybe go by second hand. It's to know where, where you Find know. Find where your niche is, yeah. Exactly. And, and then improve where, while not, you know, finding what's easy for you while, while trying to do the right thing. Uh, because otherwise if you do something that's too complicated for you it won't last long it's like any habit that you in order for it to last it needs to to be something you can do over and over again and yeah. become become part of your of your lifestyle that would be uh, one of my tips as well <laughs> uh what else um yeah to always think uh, sometimes we think we, we need something waiting is maybe sometimes good uh, uh, or sometimes you know you have someone that uh, can borrow something to you or you can ask to to dare to ask as well mm, uh, I think that's maybe, a great yeah maybe sometimes in Sweden we are a bit shy we don't <laughs> we don't always dare to go and yeah. ask a neighbor or something and maybe we can start with something small you, you don't right away maybe want to borrow the drill but maybe you can go and borrow um pasta machine <laughs> yeah i don't know no but like like start maybe not a pasta machine but an egg or something but but then you start with something oh, small cool. and, and then it will get easier exactly yeah exactly <laughs> what would you say is the biggest barriers you've experienced maybe specific to sweden when it comes to living zero waste in the 21st century in sweden um actually yeah it's um, in sweden the the mark because where I see where I have less waste, obviously, of often I think the spring summer, uh, be it through until September, where you can buy on markets, you know, a lot of fruit mm. and vegetables, and then winter time becomes a bit more difficult because there are less markets, and uh, I mean you can still have some boxes, but then the choices may be more limited. Uh, so I guess. That's where you you then need to go maybe more to the supermarket and and yeah. then a lot of things that? are are packed in in plastics. Um, then there are alternatives for all the dry foods. I mean that you can get from shops like Unwrap. You no, know, they can yeah. order online and they, they deliver at your door. Uh, or you have one shop in Bergamosen as well. But but if you don't live there, you can have Unwrap. That is delivering so i think there you can already save uh, some plastic then in in the bathroom i almost have no more plastic because all the things that i need i mean i can i can find without packaging like soap and all that so where i have still for example for myself is like a bit of all the uh, 
you know, Tetra Pak uh, yeah. packaging for yogurt, for example. Uh, those things are a bit harder to find. They'll take so more there, of a governmental initiative to change. I think. Exactly. There I would need to do my own yogurts. And right now I, I feel this is not part of my lifestyle. Yeah. Maybe it will become in a few years. The future, where, maybe. Where, yeah. where, where my kids are a bit older or when yeah. I, yeah, I do that change. I think that's, that's one change on my list. But, but uh, I try to do all the rest and, and that's, that's okay. Uh, there are things right now in Sweden that you can't buy uh, in bulk, but there are so many other things you can do. There are a lot of uh, second-hand uh, possibilities when it comes to clothing and a lot of other, st- mm. other stuff. I mean, uh, furniture and so on, you can also find in second-hand shops or you have Facebook markets, people are selling loads of stuff or blockettes. You just have to know where to look. So uh, there is often uh, an alternative. So something I've noticed, uh, uh, only living here for maybe a year, year and a half, is that obviously with uh, Corona, we've seen a rise in single-use plastics, especially, say, for example, the bags for picking fruit out at the supermarket mm-hmm. or in uh, convenience stores, how the fruit are now cling film wrapped. Uh, do you think there is a way that we can recover from this pandemic in a more zero waste way? Or do you worry that these kind of changes are going to become more par for the course? Um, I, I'm more worried about the the mask, I think, spreading everywhere. And um, yeah, and maybe uh, all that. But because I'm thinking the thing wrapped in plastic, I'm hoping that we will understand like very soon that the virus is not spreading that way. Mm. I mean, we have already seen studies that show that the, pla- the virus actually stays longer on plastic than other containers. So this is not this is not the issue. And also we have understood, I think we will understand soon that this is not how we get contaminated. I think it's not by touching things so much. I think there are other ways that are more but that's another discussion. Yeah. Um, but but I, I think we, we will learn, of course, mm-hmm. from, from this pandemic. Hopefully when it, it will be better soon and we will learn. And I think it will, from that we will understand that it's not from touching food or like from, um, yeah, from, from the packaging that is going to prevent us from getting the virus. Uh, it's about other things, about washing our hands and mm-hmm. uh, it's about maybe keeping distance or staying home if you are sick. Uh, so so I, I hope we will learn from that and, and know that it's not that from that we get contaminated. Yeah. And, and also I hope that people will also make the right choice. I mean, if there is an option that is not wrapped, uh, hopefully people will, will, will know. I mean, it's safe for me to take the apple that is not packaged. Yeah. But I have our faith in people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facing people, I think we plastic won't, uh, uh, yeah, won't, won't save us from virus, and, no. and we, I we like, should know I like that. Optimism that people will make the right choice. <laughs> I like that. Well, uh, and 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 I hope also, like you were talking about governments and and regulations, and I hope there uh, that actually um the companies putting those plastic or those packaging uh, on the market will pay tax for putting those on the market and also for handling those packaging afterwards in terms of recycling or like uh, uh, managing cleaning nature in the streets and and so on so hand in hand doesn't it yes yes if they pay they will be more 
less and less inclined to to put it you know ends 100 percent so thank mm. you very much for your time that was the end of all my formal questions so i just wanted okay. to ask do you have any other initiatives or organizations that you want to promote or you wish people were more aware of Oh, there are so many good associations. I think in Sweden, you have uh, Naturschutzvereningen <laughs> that mm -hmm. does a lot of good initiatives. Otherwise, I would think um, we should support uh, our local farmers uh, by buy as many local vegetables as possible. And, and also one thing, one top tip that I didn't mention that I had in mind when, when I was thinking uh, is try to grow your own garden or if you don't have the space, try to grow a few things on your balcony uh, or indoors in the little space you have, like herbs and things like that. So I think I grew cress last year in my studio. Oh, yeah. 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 You see? So you can do so, it. Yeah. You can do it. Even small things. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you very much for listening to Let's Talk Trash with me, Susanna Cook. More details about Zero Waste Stockholm and the interviewees can be found in the show notes. Please follow us on Instagram at zerowaste.stockholm and like us on Facebook. If you want to join us in making trash a thing of the past, please visit our website at zerowastestockholm.org and click Get Involved. <laughs>